I believe that one of the biggest challenges that we have in today's time period specifically is getting caught up in the hype. And when I say getting caught up in the hype, it just means that we look at other people and what they're doing and we compare our current situation to that. And you always think in your mind, I want to be better. I want to do this. I want to do that. And sometimes we just have to reel it back and say, you know what? This is where I'm at and this is what I'm trying to do and what I'm doing is enough. Welcome to the Teacher Goals Podcast. This is your host, Erica Terry from Healthy Wealthy Educators. And I'm so excited to collaborate with Teacher Goals to bring you a weekly show that equips educators with best practices and actionable strategies to achieve success in the classroom and foster a more connected and empowered school community. Here, we learn by engaging in honest discussions with innovative teachers, administrators, and educational leaders. Are you ready to achieve your teacher goals? Of course you are, so you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. I must have taken some truth serum before I press record because... I'm about to just be really transparent with you right now. My classroom, my desk, it's a mess. It is a mess. So when I tell you that our guest today, Patrice Jenkins, has given me some tips, and I know that these tips that she shares in today's interview are going to help you organize and Get rid of the clutter in your classroom and in your home if you have it. And so I want to welcome you to episode 17 of the Teacher Goals podcast. This is your host, Erica Terry from Healthy Wealthy Educators. And let me tell you, she got me together in this interview. She will be so proud to know that I have been organizing and getting rid of my hot mess for the past week. Now, you may be wondering, if you recorded this a week ago, why am I just getting it today? Well, it must be because you are not following us on social media and you're not a part of the Teacher Goals Facebook group. And so I want to take just a moment to invite you so that you can attend each of our interviews, which are recorded live and are always followed by a Q&A that is full of information and additional tips and resources that you can use. So if you're not joining us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, then go ahead and follow at Teacher Girls or join the Teacher Girls Connected School Communities Facebook group so that you can get reminders of when we go live. With that being said, today's guest, Patrice Jenkins, has provided tips, strategies, real life examples of how she keeps her classroom organized. And the best part about it is that she doesn't do all of the work herself. She teaches you in today's interview how you can utilize your students to help you declutter your classroom and keep it organized all year long. And it starts by establishing proper routines and procedures right there at the beginning of class. And so without further ado, I am going to play my interview on how to declutter your classroom with Patrice Jenkins. Let's get started. Hello, Patrice. How are you? I'm 
good. Hi, Erica. How are you? I am so good and so happy to have you with us tonight. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. And we are so glad to have you. And so we're going to just jump right in with us, with you telling us about yourself. So tell us who you are. Tell us what you do. So my name is Patrice Jenkins. I am currently a third and fourth grade teacher. I'm also an elementary vice principal in the state of Illinois. This is my 18th year being in the education field. And my main passion has been helping educators stay better organized, bringing creativity to the classroom. I am married to my wonderful husband, Dewan. We have a pet guinea pig and a dog, a mini golden doodle. Her name is Pepper Nala. And we have been enjoying our journey together as a married couple. We got married at Disney World. And it has been a magical experience. (laughs) That is awesome. Let me make sure I tag Disney World in this. (laughs) I also have to shout out my East Coast vibes because I am originally from the state of New Jersey and was raised in Delaware, transferred to Maryland. So definitely miss being on the East Coast. But I am also blessed to be able to be here on in Illinois in the Midwest. So I've been enjoying the experience here and just trying my best to bring joy and love to my students. My passion has definitely been third and fourth. That's my favorite, favorite grade. And also just enjoying life, trying to travel in my spare time. I love spending time with my friends and family when I can. And then most importantly, I love God. He's the center of my world, my life, and he comes first in all that I do. I see you just came to, <laughs> we got magical experiences. We got God. What? We don't need nothing else. Oh, so, I love it. I love it. And so we are going to jump into talking about classroom organization, decluttering. But before we get into the actual tips and strategies, that you're going to share. I always like to start with the story. Did you find yourself like in the midst of chaos and was like, I have to get myself together? Like how how did you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to teach other people. I'm not just going to do it myself, but I'm going to teach other educators about classroom organization. Well, you know what, Erica, I have had definitely many experiences that had me recalculating and trying to organize, but I can just tell you that from an early age, I have loved to categorize, organize, rearrange, label, reset, make things look new. That has always been inside of me. But what has inspired me to really focus on helping other teachers is just the fact that I have a lot of ideas that I want to share with other people. If people come into my space, come into my classroom and ask a question, how did you do this? I want to be able to share that. And so it kind of started with just me feeling like during the summertime, I want to actually take what I don't like in my classroom and make it look brand new. And I would spend the entire summer doing that. And so then when the school year began, 
began, people would come in and ask, okay, so how did you do this? How did you get this inspiration? So then it started with Pinterest, you know, going on Pinterest, creating an account, making boards for different people to see. And then from there, it turned into me creating a website and starting a blog and putting my ideas on there. Then it turned into Teacher Tip Tuesday, where I started giving tips and I really started focusing on organizing your technology and then going into organizing your classroom. So the thing that I can tell you, when I got married, I moved from Miami to Illinois. And so that transition, being a new wife, as well as starting a new job in a new state, new people, new environment, I had to find a a system to pack up everything and not go crazy. And when I got to my classroom, I dropped my stuff off. And then my husband and I had a second, not a honeymoon, but what do you call it when you have all your family with you? I can't think. A reception. We had a second reception. (laughs) And we did that with my family in Delaware. So I literally dropped off all this stuff, went back home with my family and kept thinking in my mind, how am I going to find a creative way and effective way to be able to set my classroom up when I get back? Because I wouldn't have had that much time. Because I teach in a private school, we go to school in August. We get out in May, we go back in August. So we literally had this happen at the end of July, middle of July. So when I got back, it wasn't much time to set up. And it was at that point where I was like, this is the last time that I want to feel like this. <laughs> this is the last time. But I also had to give myself grace and understand you just went through a huge transition and things are not going to be perfect. And to be honest with you, that kind of catapulted my feelings towards organizing because mm-hmm. I knew not every single thing is going to be the way you want it to be. Yes. And I. I loved how you, and it may not be like a marriage and moving across the country, but just with everything that's been going on in the world right now, I'm sure that everyone watching, everyone listening can understand that feeling of just feeling like, oh my gosh, there's so much happening. And like, I just don't want to feel like this again, right? I don't want to be in this situation again. I remember feeling like that when I packed up my house, like never again will, you know, I use my garage as a storage. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And so I'm sure, you know, that people can definitely relate to that. So you were feeling like I'm never going to let this happen again. And, you know, organization sounds like it was already a natural part of your life. And I love how you flipped something that you did already naturally into a business. Like that could be a whole episode on its own. But I love how you were able to do that. But when we bring it back to the classroom, kind of tell us like, okay, you were feeling overwhelmed. You're like, I don't have a lot of time. I know here in the South, we school is the May to August anyway. So people always feel like they don't have a lot of time. So what did you do? So I had to come up with a strategy. So that strategy was taking down things that I needed to do and creating different lists. So you have different lists to pack up and know what your inventory is. That's something that's a given for most teachers. You have to turn in your inventory list to your administration, right? And so I just took that inventory list to see what it is that I had. I had to go through the process of getting rid of things that I no longer needed and then putting them into categories. And it's interesting because I'm actually going through that right now, Erica, I'm changing (laughs) classrooms. 
And so on the very last week of school, I had my students help me. I said, Mrs. Jenkins needs to move. You all know where I'm moving down the hall. We need to categorize the items that we're taking into the new classroom. And once that happened, everything was already organized in my classroom anyway. But when you actually move items and you're actually packing them up into boxes because it might be a a quick transition like down the hall, you still have to put the items in an area where you don't go insane. (laughs) And so that was the first step. Having my students help me, having my students be a part of that process. And I gave them each different jobs, the person that needed to clean, the person that needed to organize our books, the person that needed to break down things from posters, uh, whatever else that we had up in the classroom. All of that was a process. And then the other process is actually labeling everything. So I did a whole series on Instagram where I talked to teachers about labeling every single thing that you have and putting them in clear containers. Now, if you have a container that's actually not clear, but it's still labeled, that's fine. But actually seeing what you have and being able to transfer that into another space in your classroom makes things a lot easier. So I think that that process of moving and reorganizing helps anybody in the classroom, even if they aren't moving, because you have to be able to say, I'm holding accountable the things that I have, the things that I want to keep. So I love the tips and strategies that you share because I'm going to tell you, I am the opposite of you. So I am learning so much right now. I mean, down to like putting everything in clear containers. I'm like, who would have ever thought of that, right? Not me, but that's such a good idea. So when you think about, okay, for someone like me who, you know, I'm going to be honest, guys, I don't, I'm not that organized, okay? I don't have a label maker. (laughs) And so for someone like me, that's like, okay, this sounds good. I want to start this process Mm -hmm. from scratch. Like what are the, so I heard clear containers. I heard labels. So I'm Uh assuming like a label maker, but what are those must have if I'm going to organize for the first time? Maybe, you know, I'm in transition. I'm moving to a new classroom, a new school. You know, I'm in transition. What would you suggest? What are those must have items that you need if you're just getting started with this? If you're just getting started, first make a budget. Make a budget of what you want to spend in order to tackle the project. Identify whether or not the project is going to be a small one or a large one. So if it's a small one, you could probably utilize what you already have in your home or your classroom. So for instance, when I brought up the bins, you can buy bins in bulk from Target or Walmart or any other store that you feel comfortable with. Hobby Lobby is another one and look for sales. Before you start spending, categorize what it is that you're going to be organizing. So for instance, Erica, if we are organizing your classroom and we're going into your closet and you kind of just have things on the shelves, that's normal. That's normal for teachers because to be quite honest with you, I functioned that way for quite some time until I started saying to myself, I am wasting time looking for things that I need by not categorizing them. So the second thing that I would do is take a regular piece of paper 
and a pencil or pen and jot down the items that you want to categorize. Start small. If it's one section of your closet, you will not go insane. I promise you only because you're saying to yourself, this is one project that I'm going to accomplish and everything else. I'm not going to look at that right now. So if I were to go into your classroom with you right now and you say, Patrice, this is my closet. It's a large closet and I'm, I'm, I have random clutter everywhere. Then you take that section of your closet and take everything out, put it in an area and categorize it by papers, uh, supplies, books, whatever it is that you have, take it all out and put it there in front of you. Once you do that, then you can take those bins. You can even take clear trash bags. You can take old boxes from Amazon and put those things in them. Get a sticky note and write on them what those categories are. After you do that, that's when you start saying to yourself, I can take the time to make it look better with labeling or get an organization system by color if you're into that. But only take time to break down what it is you need. And if those items no longer bring you joy, just like Marie Kondo on her show on Amazon, I mean, on Netflix, then toss it. That's the hard part because you have to actually ask yourself, do I really need this? Is it serving me? And a lot of times we get stuck in that thing like I can use it later, but sometimes we don't use it. We're all there. I've been there myself. So after you throw away and you've sorted everything, that's when you can put those items back and say, okay, I've completed that one thing. It wasn't overwhelming. It's not my entire classroom or my entire space. It's just this section. And then you can say, I can tackle the next thing when I'm ready. But the clear containers, I said that just because you can see it. So if you, I don't know about you, but I have people come in my classroom and say, hey, Patrice, do you have an extra roll of tape? And I'll be like, hold on. So by having the clear container, I can actually go in my closet and see it's clear there's where the tape is. And then I'll have to spend time trying to, to look for it. So Also, the Dollar Tree has a lot of great containers that are reasonably priced too. So that's great. Yeah. Yes, these are such great tips. And (laughs) for those of you, you saw I raised my hand when she talked about like not wanting to get rid of stuff. And so if you're like me and you hold on to it, if it makes you, this is what works for me. I if I feel like if I'm giving it to someone else then, you know, I'm blessing someone. So I still get rid of it, but I don't actually like throw it away, especially if it's in good condition. So if you're like me and you're like, this is too nice to like just toss in the trash, then find someone who it will serve better and bless them with it. And that way you feel good. They have what they need and it's no longer, you know, taking up space and room in your class. So I love these tips, (laughs) love them. And so with all good things, like any strategies that we try to implement, you know, we hear them, we go all like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start small, start with the closet. Then the school year starts and all of a sudden I look up, you know, and I just haven't been able to stick with it. Kind of talk to us about the challenges that teachers face when they're trying to organize their classroom and keep it that way. And then most importantly, like how can they overcome these challenges? 
That's a great question. So I believe that one of the biggest challenges that we have in today's time period specifically is getting caught up in the hype. And when I say getting caught up in the hype, it just means that we look at other people and what they're doing and we compare our current situation to that. I've been known to do that as well because I'm a human being. And you always think in your mind, I want to be better. I want to do this. I want to do that. And sometimes we just have to reel it back and say, you know what? This is where I'm at and this is what I'm trying to do and what I'm doing is enough. And so the first challenge is, you know, looking left, looking right, right? Instead of staying in our own lane. The other challenge is finances. I know if you're an educator, you know that our salary is not that great. It's just not. And so, you know, for me, we in, in our system, we get paid once a month. And so when that paycheck comes, You have to decide what it is that you want to do and then be able to make that stretch until the next pay period because of the fact that you want to buy, buy, buy because this is out in the top in the target dollar section or you see something new pop up on TikTok. You're like, oh, my goodness, I need to get that right now. And then you look back at your budget and again, you're like, man. I don't have enough for this. And so that's the second challenge is our finances. And then the third challenge is just feeling like we have a support system that enables us to grow. A lot of the times we get these tips and tricks, but then in our own community, we don't actually have somebody or a team of people that we can rely on. And one of the things that you said, Erica, is that if there's something that you have that you can give to somebody else, that makes a world of a difference. And I know from experience in the years that I've been in education, when I have another educator say, Patrice, I don't need this. Would you like it? It's like Christmas in my heart because I'm like, yes. A lot of the times that happens, you know, for for us and we feel excited about it. Or when a parent gives us what a gift card, we're able to get the things that we need. So I think that having a community inside of our school system mm-hmm. that we can talk to, rely on share ideas with is very helpful, but we don't always have that. And then the other thing is, I think that we don't always rely on our students. We don't look at them as being responsible enough to help us with the organization in our rooms. Mm -hmm. Honestly speaking, they can be taught because if you have your own children at home, you want to give them chores, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with our students. If they have responsibilities in the classroom that they're doing daily that stress load is going to come off of you as an educator because you're not doing their job plus your own. And so if we try to utilize our students better in that capacity, then we will have a stress level come down and then we can delegate other things so much easier because that management has been in place. I love these tips. And so, you know, really learning how to delegate, that was something I feel like I didn't learn until I was an administrator. But even as a teacher, learning how to delegate and, you know, have your class work as a community to help you keep things organized. And then I loved what you said about having your own school community or cheap plug, but the teacher goes community is a great place as well um, because we're all going through this journey together. So if you're not in the Facebook group yet, but, but all jokes aside, like community is so important because 
anytime you're working towards a goal, if you have people that are going to support you or, you know, when you get to that place where you're just like, Liz, I can't make this work and you're ready to give up, it's going to be those people that motivate you to keep moving forward towards your goals. So absolutely love all of these tips. And so the last question that I'm going to ask you tonight is if someone wanted to start tomorrow or on the first day back after summer break, what is one action that they can implement to organize and declutter the classroom? I would say if you're ready to start tomorrow to implement decluttering and organization, your classroom is definitely start with one goal in mind that you have. Everybody can think about things in their house, in their home, in their office that need to be organized. And so think of one thing that you want to tackle and go with that. Create a system that you understand for yourself that you can jot down ideas, a checklist. I have to have a daily task sheet every single day. And so that means what are the three things that Patrice is going to tackle in this day, whether big or small? What are her appointments for the day? And then I have a list of things that are priority, things that have to get done no matter what. That's how you have to tackle this action that you want to implement in your classroom. Figure out what that is. Find a goal in mind, meaning don't just say, I'll start tomorrow. What time are you going to start? How long do you want to be on this project? What is the outcome? And when you ask yourself, what is the outcome? Make a map. If it's something that you need to rearrange in a classroom, draw it out, sketch it out, figure out a, a, a plan of action that will be easy for you to implement that will not stress you out and make you feel overwhelmed. I'm preaching to the choir because I literally have that in my inbox, in my mind right now, moving into this new classroom. There's things that I cannot do right now because I have to get new carpet. I've already helped paint. I've already pulled up things and got rid of things in that room. It's completely empty, but the carpet has to be laid. So then in my mind, I'm thinking once that step is complete, then what are you going to do next? And so that's why I say mapping out, have a goal, write it down. Then you can implement it without losing sleep or having to feel stressed out because you know exactly what it is that you want to do in order to be successful. And then the other thing I want to say is give yourself grace (laughs) and understand that organizing is not something that has to be a chore or feel like it's overwhelming. Understand that what doesn't get done today is okay. It's okay. And take what you have and build from that. Don't feel like everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be this way right now for me to be happy and successful. And then also ask for help. If you're married, if you're dating, if you have girlfriends that you need help, ask them to help you to shoot ideas off of. And then you'll just feel a lot better. And like you said, use your community, your online community of teacher goals, that is very helpful for people because just even in the chat, you can see other people are thinking the same as you are. I love it. I can't speak for (laughs) others, but I know that this has helped me so much tonight, even personally, (laughs) as I am packing up a house or, you know, Uh, starting to get rid of stuff to pack up a house. And I'm like, okay, 
I need to stop saying, Erica, you're going to do this tomorrow and yeah. actually make a go, have yeah. my projects. And I'm going to replay that last part you said about my husband helping me. Yes. So yes. he'll know that I did not just make this up. Yep. But this was the uh, strategies and tips. Like, help. Yep. I had to I, ask my <laughs> husband to help me. I was like, babe. I need help. Can you help me? How much time do you have? And he was like, I can help you right now. And that's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear the right now part. Right. Let's go. Yes. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. Getting that help is yes. So right now, those are the words I'm looking for. I hope he's listening. I hope he's ear hustling in the other room listening. (laughs) So with that being said, thank you so much for people that want to learn more about you. Tell us where can they find you, especially like new teachers. I know you're doing a lot with new teachers. And so you know, we didn't really get to have time to talk about how you can just start off organized, but they definitely can check you out to learn more. So kind of share with us, where can I find you? Absolutely. So on all platforms, I am Tales of Patty Pepper. Tales of Patty Pepper. Yes. So thank you so much for all of the tips and strategies. We have some comments and questions in the chat that we're going to get to. But before we do, I just want you to know that I learned a lot. And from the comments, this was so helpful. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. This episode helped me to get off of the hot mess express, and I hope that it empowered you to do the same. I cannot wait to hear the specific action steps that you've taken to organize and declutter your classroom. If you are finding that the Teacher Goals podcast is equipping you with actionable tools and strategies that you can use to reach your goals in the classroom, then please subscribe and leave a review and a rating so that we can get your feedback and make sure that our episodes are tailored to meet your specific needs. As always, I thank you so much for hanging out with us. And I want you to know that you are a valued member of the Teacher Goals community. We appreciate your support. And until next week, we appreciate your support. And I hope that you have a restful week. You deserve it. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Teacher Goals podcast. Here are three ways that you can engage with us and join an amazing community of educators. First, subscribe to the show in whatever platform you're tuning in on. Second, be sure to follow us and join the Teacher Goals Connected School Communities Facebook group so that you never miss our live recordings and the opportunity to engage in a live Q&A with our weekly guests. Last but certainly not least, I'd love to hear your favorite tip from today's show. Leave a review or snap a pic and create a post tagging at Teacher Goals and me at Healthy Wealthy Educators so that we can check out all of the great things that you're doing to achieve your teacher goals. Teacher Goals and Teacher Heart Out is sponsoring a 2023 Bahamas cruise open to all educators. Guests such as spouses, family, and friends are also welcome to attend. There is an amazing lineup of speakers, and you can book your PD at sea now by putting down a $200 deposit. 
Attend the Sail Away Party Thursday, July 6th in Port Canaveral at 6 p.m. in preparation for Cruising Friday. You will return Monday, July 10th at 8 a.m. Scan the QR code now to sign up. You don't want to miss it.